BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, speaking of grim, the topic of abortion, politically speaking, is it's. It's tough in a lot of ways for conservatives or people who are pro-life. Um, the reality of it, the appreciation of the baby, the fetus, what it actually is, is it's grim. It's a, it's a terrible thing. Um, on the other hand, the challenge for today is to understand how conservatives ought to approach the topic electorally because we're getting our butts kicked. As Jack mentioned earlier, it's like a giant electromagnet to get Democrats to the polls. If uh, anything about abortion is on the polls, and they've already got the ballot, and they've already gotten it on the ballot in several of the swing states, and they're going to try to get it on as many as they can. Uh, uh, it's not a complicated issue at all if you just look at it as like a, 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 a you know you, you take all the what it is out of it. You just look at the polling. Mm-hmm. Practically everybody's in agreement. Republican, Democrat, man, woman, young, old, everyone is in agreement. It needs to be legal first trimester after that, not so much. Right, right. Serious limits after that, and, like, forget it, unless there's a terrible, terrible situation in the third trimester. Um, but one more factoid than a little analysis. Uh, there have been a run of wins for Democrats, pro-choice people, whatever, pro-abortion rights people, in Kansas, which is no, you know, dark blue state. Kentucky, Wisconsin, yeah. Michigan, Ohio. Kansas, Kansas is an interesting example. This happens in various places. 
um, where it is a very red state. But then I remember when my my brother texted me a couple years back, and he said, well, I guess we've got a lesbian Democrat governor now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so anyway, I think what's going on here, because Jack's 100% right about the polling, and it's incredibly consistent, and it's practically exactly the same men and women. Right. Which is another, it blows up another great fallacy that Democrats use. Which brings me to my main point. That it's men trying to control women's bodies. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, the, the what do you, what's that with the red the dresses and the aprons and all? It's the uh, damn... Uh, the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, that's the one. The Handmaid's... It's the Handmaid's Tale. Donald Trump. Anyway, um, the problem is, our problem is, it is much easier to demagogue the issue, meaning shout way oversimplified dumbed-down slogans from the left than it is from the right. They have an easier putt to make because they can convince women, especially, it's about controlling your body. Who's in control of your body? You or the government? Which is a libertarian, I uh, 100%, small uh, libertarian, I 100% get the power of that argument. And in spite of the national mood and the polls, like in Virginia, was it Virginia? Yeah. Where Glenn Youngkin, who's an extremely capable politician, he's only been elected to one office. He is a business guy, if you don't know his act, but he's very bright. He's uh, he's stood up staunchly against radicals in schools helping your kid gender transition and porn in schools and crap like that. He's been a rock star on the the right for that. Um but he was proposing an after 15-week abortion ban, which is significantly more liberal than what every Gallup poll would tell you America thinks is okay. Right. Well, the, the Republicans do a horrible job of making that point on any show I ever watched them on. Yeah, it's, tr- it's pathetic. You're right. But so... Here is moderate Glenn Youngkin trying to get, if you can do a little math, you understand 15 weeks is one month, one week short of four months into the pregnancy. Well over a third of the way through a 40-week pregnancy. Which is where most of America is, both parties. Oh, yeah. So a 15-week limit, ban, whatever you want to call it, and that's the problem, ban is such a powerful word. Yeah. A 15-week limit is significantly more liberal than most Americans. And yet, the Democrats can demagogue it as a ban. What about my control of my body? They're trying to ban it after 15 weeks, and Republicans never point out what I just pointed out. And so they win over and over and over again. And we as a party, or I'm, you know, I'm ideologically conservative. The Republican Party makes me want to puke. But um, we've got to figure that out. Yeah, well, they do a terrible job. I mean, I've been watching them on the talk shows talk about this stuff for years. They do a terrible job. I don't know why they don't hold up the Gallup poll all the time. Now, part of it is uh, the, the Republicans have a similar problem, but different on their side to the right, because there's so much of the Republican Party that is hardcore zero-zero abortions. Yes. There just shouldn't be any. Including rape and incest, which is going to lose you every election for the rest of your life. And you will uh, you will get primaried to your right as a Republican if you're if you don't. Uh, in a lot of places, if you don't go with the, you know, I'm I'm for all abortions being gone, all abortions being gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the best way to win would be to get up there and say, look, here's the polling, um, as we just explained. And also, 
just change the language a little bit. The, calling it weeks, I think, scares people because weeks a week isn't very very long. If you said just short of four months, yeah, it, it sounds like a lot longer time. Mm-hmm. Also, point out that like I, I was just trying to look it up, but that it's close to like ninety five percent of abortions occur in the first trimester. So this covers practically all the abortions that happen. Yes, yeah. And those 5% that happen afterward, a significant percentage, I think moderate folks would think, okay, I get why, medically speaking, there can be an abortion there. But cable news gets to present a 15-week ban as something extreme when it's not extreme. It's not extreme in all kinds of different... It's not in reality extreme. It's not from a polling standpoint extreme. It's nothing extreme about it. No, it, it could not be more mainstream. If anything, it's liberal, as I pointed out. So here's the situation that's so interesting, and and I got up on this high horse a few months ago, and some of you wrote some absolutely lovely emails, and I say this with great respect and affection for people who are against all abortions. Um, as I said, you will lose every single election with your position. And I would suggest that if we can craft a persuasive, moderate position, we will end up winning more elections and there will be fewer abortions. I had people write when I first brought this up saying, yeah, but my religious beliefs, I can't compromise on this. And, and I get that. But don't you have a moral duty to reduce the number of abortions? And I think you would do that by winning elections. And here's the second part. And I'm not giving up on crafting a persuasive, eloquent, very, very mainstream argument that would win elections. I think it can be done. It's a tough nut to crack, again, because the, the lefties are better at demagoguing the issue and they've got an easier job of it. Because they can just present any limits as an extreme. Republicans do the same thing, would have to like talk about babies butchered at eight and a half months. And that's not really fun politics. People don't want to talk about that. So it's tough. But anyway, here's my main argument. Mostly transition your passion to limit abortions, or eliminate them, depending on who you're talking about. Transition that from a political issue to a moral issue. Get what you can legally and electorally. But it's looking like we can't get a lot. At least we haven't yet. Make it a moral issue all the time. Your time, your energy, your money, your speaking. Uh, when when Judy was pregnant with Caitlin, our first kid, I was fascinated by and passionate about uh, prenatal and then natal development. The, the, how the kid grows in the womb and then and grows and, and develops neurologically, especially after she, as it turns out, was born. Um, the more people learn about prenatal development, the more they're against abortion. Make it a moral yeah. and educational issue. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Be passionate about that. Um, so there's a debate tonight. This might be the first question. In fact, I'd be surprised if it's not. For all the candidates, and at least the first couple go-rounds, Nikki Haley's the only one that's gone with what you were just talking about with that position. Look, we got to win elections, and we're not going to win elections with... But, uh, so the argument from the other side, I looked it up, the numbers are close to what I said. 93% of abortions occur in the first trimester. Well, you can use that argument a couple of different ways. Uh, you can use it one way of saying, look at a 15-week ban still is plenty liberal, because, you know, almost all the abortions are still going to happen. But if I'm running to that person's right, I say, his ban doesn't eliminate 9 out of 10 abortions. 
I don't know about you folks, but I think abortion is evil. Right. And I'm you get eliminate. the money. Yeah. You get well, the support. Well, mathematically, it's true. Yeah, it is. It Most is. abortions are still going to occur if you have a 15-week 15 15 ban. But, as you see, on the ballot, Democrats win on uh, if that's the issue. So, I would suggest that your ideological purity makes us lose on... And, and uh, again, I'm not using that like harshly or... Or, or judgmentally, like you're some kind of maniac because you want to protect unborn children. Because I sure as hell don't think that. But then we lose on taxes. And we lose on foreign policy. And we lose on woke crap in our schools. And we lose on giant subsidies to idiotic electric car programs. And and, and green energy stuff that won't work just to reward our, our cronies. And, and a hundred other things. And I just think we need to win. Yeah, Democrats are something like eight for eight when abortion is on the ballot since Roe versus Wade was overturned. Oh, and they're they they'll invent stuff to get it on the ballot for the next oh, yeah. decade at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anything they can think of. You can comment on this. We got plenty of other things to talk about. The text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. There are more amazing numbers behind that New York Times poll. I went into the the, the 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 tabs deep into the the poll yesterday for some reason. Well, don't I have better things to do than that? Um, uh, and s- some stuff in there is absolutely amazing. Now, the argument they're making, I know, on like MSNBC is this wipes all that that whole poll out. This wipes that poll out. This shows you that that poll was inaccurate. Blah blah blah. I don't I don't know how that makes sense. That's cuckoo nuts. <laughs> Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We will remember in 2024. Palestinian radical activist Rashida Tlaib there, and she uh, clarified that from the river to the sea is an aspirational call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence, not death, destruction, or hate. Well, she specifically says in that video that was on social media over the weekend, though, that the president is is um, uh, committing genocide and yes. uh, supporting a genocide. She specifically said that, which is wild. I mean, that's somebody in your own party, the president of your own party, you're saying is part of a genocide. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Play clip 61, Michael. Biden. Genocide Joe. Genocide Joe. That's a new nickname for him. You know, and the crowd cheered at that. that yes. Because I saw a college kid on Twitter last night at uh, Penn, I think it was, and she was standing up there. The thrill that I got when I saw those the bulldozer break down that fence. Uh, yeah, the bulldozer breaking down the fence led to babies being decapitated and grandmas burnt alive. But I've never been as happy as when I saw that. And what bothered me wasn't just her, because she's one nut job, was that the giant crowd in front of her was cheering that. Right. So there's a whole bunch of people that thought that was awesome. Yep. Western civilization, yes or no. This is starting to boil down, isn't it? Representative Jared Moskowitz is a Democrat from Florida, and he is a Jewish fellow. He responded to the whole, from wherever to the sea, as an aspirational call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence. Let's start with 50, Michael. We don't disagree. There, some debates don't have two sides. From the river to the sea means the destruction of Israel and everyone who's in it. 
Okay, just like Mein Kampf is not a coloring book, and the final solution means exactly what Hitler meant it mean. From the river to the sea is calling for the destruction of an entire country. Period. Full stop. Roll on. The Congresswoman has a First Amendment right. She can say whatever she wants. But at the same time, Congress has the ability to express their displeasure with a fellow colleague of ours calling for the destruction of a country. What if we had someone going around saying France should be wiped off the map? I mean, we would, we would think that's outrageous, but somehow from the river to the sea is debatable. It is another ridiculous double standard when it comes to Israel. And finally, 52. She also said uh, Biden is supporting a genocide in Gaza. Well, listen, let's not be cavalier. There's a lot of suffering going on in Gaza. But if Israel wanted to commit a genocide, there'd be 500,000 people who are dead. Right. They have the military to do that is what I'm saying. Yeah, the population of Gaza has doubled in the last 20, 25 years. So that's a, a strange notion that Israel's committing a genocide. And they haven't occupied it, quote unquote, since what, 07, something like that? I love They're going to be occupying it again here in a oh, couple weeks. Yeah. I love this post um, on Twitter. The left-wing colonial people have to invent specific rules for Jews in Israel to justify their takes. Because if you believe land belongs to the indigenous people, it's clear Jews were the indigenous people to the land. Jews were there long before Islam was even a religion, before enduring when the Assyrians, Babylonians, the Persians, the Romans, etc. controlled the area. Jews remain the largest group in Jerusalem even well into the 19th century under the Ottomans. If, on the other hand, you believe the land should belong to whoever is there now after wars, etc., because historical claims are illogical, and that's how every country in the region was formed, then it belongs to Israelis now. So instead, they have to create a special rule for Jews in Israel where Jews lost the right to the land when they were driven out via wars and conquest, but also don't have a right to it now because Jews moved back and other people lived there that were driven out because of wars. It makes no sense unless you apply a random cutoff that says the only thing that counts was who was there around the turn of the 20th century. Right. Mailbag. What is he going to do? Some of our more Steve Bannon-esque listeners have been making the argument via email that um, the Constitution of the country was designed for a moral and religious people. And since that's no longer the case, it's just a question of who's going to seize control. So we got to get to the season. Not sure I agree. Drop us a mail uh, note, rather, at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Leonardo writes, guys, I'm noticing a significant decrease in the frequency of appearance of the Hitler ding, whose deployments are a significant reason why I've listened to your show for so many years now. Wow. It's it an odd reason to listen. It should have dung there. Is that uh, the past sense of ding? It should have dung there. I believe that's correct, yes. Uh, what happened, Joe? Did Big Hitler get to you? Were you bribed with the promise of a compound in the woods where you'll be allowed to watch the squirrels cavort through your golden ears, courtesy of Hitler, Inc.? Yes, for many years it has been, anytime Hitler was mentioned, a ding went off to remind us that, yeah, once again, you know how many times you use the word Hitler? Or, or you know, when you're referencing totalitarian regimes in general, always going with, you know, the H-bomb. Right. Or, or the, the N-word. Not that N-word, Nazi. Uh, anyway, uh, although I otherwise continue to enjoy your show, I ask you to please reconsider your memory holding of Der Fuhrer's name in the future. Otherwise, the terrorists will win. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty. What in God's name? It's 100 on the crazy meter. Well, that bad detector. Man, that makes my soul bleed. That's insane. It's a little too much donkey talk. Unacceptable! The reality is, is... Things are getting weird. And they're getting weird fast. Uh, okay. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Armstrong and Getty. These are bad guys. That is especially true. So bizarre and so grotesque. Yup. Okay. Whoa. Well, that was unnecessarily frank, but how can this show be on one hand sometimes so highbrow and yet be what it is the rest of the time? Come on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Children are being asked to identify their pronouns, and this is now part of the 10-year-old curriculum. This forces a gender discussion beyond the scope of the state requirements and complicates an already overburdened classroom environment. That is a woman by the name of Janet Robertson who lives in Benicia, California, who is speaking at her local school board meeting. Uh, we had the opportunity to chat with her at length yesterday and have an Armstrong and Getty Extra Large podcast for you uh, wherever you like to get podcasts or at armstrongandgetty.com. But we wanted to give you a sample of it. 
The idea of going to the school board meeting and saying, hey, I don't like you asking my 10-year-old what their pronouns are. Uh, yeah, I really hate that. So what happened after Janet stood up, and we're going to play you a little more of what she said in the school board meeting, not only the substance of what she said, but the tone. An activist group in Benicia, California, the Progressive Democrats of Benicia, decided to ruin her. And so uh, identified her publicly, posted uh, scurrilous videos and posts online, contacted her her employer repeatedly and demanded that she be fired. And that cowardly, cowardly employer bowed to the pressure and cut her loose for expressing extremely mainstream points of view in an incredibly polite fashion. Again, so you don't like the fact that the teachers are asking your 10-year-old what their pronouns are, which I found outrageous. You go to the school board meeting and complain very calmly about that. You got three kids and now you got no job. That sucks. Yes. Yes, it does. Why don't we uh, do, let's just go through some of these clips, Michael. 91. This we are alarmed that gender meeting. identity is now being discussed in math classes. This takes time from core learning and does not benefit the students or our community. Teaching kids that there isn't any standard or truth and that you can believe anything you want to believe is not scientifically accurate or medically correct. For example, the notion that a girl can decide to be a boy or a boy can decide to be a girl is not true and should not be taught. The new curriculum teaches that individuals can decide if they're male or female, regardless of anatomy, does not explain that a boy cannot menstruate and a girl cannot impregnate someone. This is not scientific or medically accurate. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Next clip. Our 10-year-olds will now be taught that they can receive puberty blockers to prevent their body from going through changes that make them uncomfortable. All humans are uncomfortable during adolescence. To teach vulnerable children that a lifetime of dependence on medical care is a viable option is completely unacceptable and evil. Frankly. How is this in the school? How, when did our schools become the place where this, this, uh, the, where, where the humanity and the government meet? It's weird. I have a thought on that, but I wanted to play one more clip. 93, Michael. 12-year-olds will now be taught about oral and anal sex. 12-year-olds. So I get a little emotional about this because I think that's wrong. So for expressing those points of views in that manner, she was hounded from her job by the progressive Democrats of Benicia, uh, which should be horrifying. You know, I was thinking about this um, before the show today, and it occurred to me a, a great argument. I was thinking of the, the fracas outside the Davis, California library that we were talking about where a... Um, when uh, the, the one gal was advocating for keeping men out of women's sports and the uh, progressive lunatic, in my opinion, said, they're women. Stop misgendering them. This is hate speech. They're women. And the gal said, just because a man says she's a woman doesn't mean she's a woman. She's a woman. Yes, she is. And, and it was uh, the argument was, I believe this. You're wrong. I believe this. You're wrong. Shouldn't the onus the responsibility be on the folks who are introducing an idea that's been unknown to mankind for 50,000 years, as opposed to the people who are defending what mankind has believed for 50,000 years. If you're introducing the radical new philosophy, you don't get to say, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. you got to come to me with an argument. 
But that's when the reasons critical theory is against data and science because they have no data and science to, to look to. Anyway, uh, so uh, after Ms. Robertson uh, expressed herself at the school board meeting, indeed, she was hounded out of her job, um, harassed in uh, a handful of ways. And, uh, and we talked to her about that. 95. You spoke at the Benicia Unified School District meeting to disagree with the new sex ed curriculum. Uh, what happened after that? So, yes, I'm a mom of three children. I have a nine-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old. And so when I saw the new curriculum that's coming out that I believe is to be taught this year, I was very concerned about several items on it, which we can discuss. Um, but I just simply went and spoke at the school board meeting like a lot of parents do. And then I was really surprised that afterwards, within the week, um, several people wrote to the local newspapers and even wrote to my company corporate headquarters to say that I was transphobic and homophobic and a bigot and all the terrible insults that were thrown at me, none of which are true. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. So they contacted your place of work and then did your place of work say, hey, what's up with this? Yeah, you know, great question. I was very shocked when I saw the letters in the newspaper actually identified me as a Compass real estate agent because when I spoke to the school board meeting, of course, I didn't identify myself as anything other than a mom. Yeah. And so that was pretty crazy. And then when I heard they'd actually written to my corporate headquarters, my local team leader, so I, I worked with Compass here in Benicia in a little team, and they approached me and said, hey, you know, we've been told and uh, Compass Corporate has been told that you're transphobic and all these things, to which I said, no, of course not. You know me. I've worked here for over a year, and I've brought in great money for you guys. Uh, in 2022, I did pretty well. Um, I'm retired law enforcement, but I then did a retirement job as a realtor and kind of had just started out. And uh, they said, well, Compass Corporate's really concerned about it. And, you know, it, it basically, I didn't really think much of it because I thought what I had said at the school board meeting was very reasonable. So then to get a call from the Compass corporate representative, our regional managing director, um, to tell me that I could no longer do business as a Compass agent, I was shocked. I mean, I just felt my heart drop. I couldn't believe that they had done that. Well, what was their why? Why couldn't you do work for them anymore? Great question, which is exactly what I said. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, my, my business is doing great. And his words were, yes, this has nothing to do with business. And I said, well, you need to give me a reason. You know, why on the earth would you let me go if my business is great? And he said, well, no, actually, we don't have to give you a reason because you're an independent contractor, which, by the way, pretty much all realtors in the United States are independent contractors. Um, he said, we, don't, we really don't have to give you a reason. And I said, no, this is devastating to me. I've just spent tens of thousands of dollars branding myself as a Compass agent, and you're saying I can't work as a Compass agent anymore, and I, I need something in writing or some sort of reason, and he he would not elaborate. I'm certain he was advised by counsel not to. Oh, yeah. But he well, say, his counsel yeah. is smart because to fire somebody yeah. for their political beliefs is kind of a no-no in this country, and actually even in the state of Cal Unicornia. Well, I have a feeling that discussion is not over by any means. I'll let you worry about that. Man, the way a mob can come after you at your workplace in the modern world is frightening to me. Yes, and, and make no mistake, the mob wanted Janet's hide. 
but even more, they want your silence. Right. And we yeah, can't exactly. give them that. Quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the secret to a stress-free holiday season. Yes, HelloFresh. Skip the last-minute shopping trips and let HelloFresh deliver tasty recipes, quick meals, and party-ready treats right to your door. Sure, your schedule's busy, but that doesn't mean you have to compromise on dinner. Just try HelloFresh's 15-minute meals. Yeah, these quick fixes help you get a wholesome dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery, and they're cheaper, too. And with HelloFresh, the most wonderful time of the year is also the most delicious. Enjoy every bite of the holiday season with over 45 weekly recipes to choose from and over 100 curated picks from HelloFresh Market. Oh, and if you're hosting this holiday, HelloFresh Market has just what you need to please a crowd without the hassle. From photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts. Everyone wants to cut back on errands, spend less time in checkout lines. Go with HelloFresh. Have them send the easy recipes, pre-portioned ingredients. Get free breakfast for life with the code ARMSTRONGFREE at HelloFresh.com. Armstrong free. That means one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with the code Armstrong free at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong free. Uh, more with the, the brave and admirable Janet Robertson. The letter that to me was most concerning was a woman named Natalie Christian, and she's the treasurer of the, the progressive Democrats of Benicia. And she's the one who wrote to Compass and said, if you don't dis- disavow or disassociate yourself from Janet Robertson by May 1st, we're going to go public on this. And sure enough, May 1st is when I got the call from the corporate representative who told me I could no longer be a Compass agent. Well, that activists have figured this out. They know the play is to go after your workplace if they want yeah. to uh, frighten people off because every workplace is so afraid of being, uh, you know, being attacked by the mob that they're willing to let people go. And, and I'm looking at this letter from uh, the, the progressive Democrats, I think, um, and, and it continually identifies you as Compass Real Estate's agent. Janet Roberson, which is not an accident. They are right. they are absolutely wow. attempting yeah. to terrorize you into silence by taking away your ability to make a living. I mean, it's practically like saying, hey, we know where your kids live or something like that. I mean, it's just a threat. You're absolutely right. I completely agree. Yeah, this is something. This is just absolute ugly craziness. I mean, it would be, it's, it's like... A better example would have been, edit that out, my example was poor. A better example would be uh, the kind of car you drive and where you park. I mean, that's, yes. that's what it is. Yeah, it is. It truly is an attempt to silence me. And for me, it, it was effective. It actually got me fired. Sure. I'm very, very fortunate that, like I say, it's a retirement job for me with real estate, although it is my primary income at this point. I have a small pension from having been law enforcement, uh, which I appreciate. A lot of parents don't. There's a lot of Americans who work as independent contractors, and that is their sole income. And for me, it has also been financially devastating. But it's just so frustrating. I would love to have seen Compass come out in response to this to say, hey, we respect they're big proponents of the diversity, equity, and inclusion. Why not say we're diverse and inclusive and we appreciate all walks of life and all thought and we will support any of our realtors whatever their political ideology is even if we disagree with it Uh, my thoughts are uh, likely they're not as traditional as i am and traditional people should also be protected so i was very disappointed again you can grab the entire armstrong and getty extra large podcast at armstrongandgetty.com or wherever you like to download podcasts we're getting a lot of texts with things like time to bud light compass real estate that's not our point 
Uh, but that is what's going to happen. Uh, I mean, maybe that's how this all gets sorted out is com- companies decide sometimes this doesn't go the way we're gonna, we think. So maybe we'll stay out of all these political issues. Yeah, when we get frightened into stampeding over good people by these activist mobsters, we, well, we really hurt good people and people get angry at us for that. Huh. Yeah, maybe they'll wake up uh, Armstrong and Getty. What in God's name? It's 100 on the crazy meter. Well, that bad it kept her. Man, that makes my soul bleed. That's insane. It's a little too much donkey talk. Unacceptable! The reality is, is... Things are getting weird. And they're getting weird fast. Uh, okay. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have the fastest winner in the West Contest here in the 26th annual Wiener Schnitzel Wiener National. So insane. There's so many Wiener Dog people, and Wiener Dog people are just the best people. Everybody's so supportive, and everybody's so happy. It's just one really big Wiener Dog family. I think, 
I'm such a dork. I think y'all like just saying the word wiener. I think that's what drives us. Wiener dog people are the best people. I'll take your word for it. I admire how happy those people are. I do, too. And I cheerful. do, too. I said to, to my son about something the other day. I don't remember what it was, but it was a similar sort of situation. I said, we should all be so happy about anything. As those people are about their thing. To be that simple and... See, now, like, you had to go negative. No, no, I did not go negative. You be careful. You You look up that word in the dictionary. There there are many different definitions. You called them simple. Nobody takes that as a compliment. Well, they they should read the dictionary. (laughs) Simple as in uncomplicated. There are passages in the Bible that that urge us to be more childlike, for instance. You against the Bible, are you? Hmm? You you go around and start... The Bible! You feel free to go around calling people simple and see how they react. (laughs) See if they take it as a compliment. Anyway, those people sure were happy about their wiener dogs. Simpletons with their wiener dogs. Welcome to Joe Getty's Which is More Annoying, The Trend or the Backlash. And this is a tough one, too. I mean, this is a 5149er. Uh, it's, it's, uh, amusing to me. Speaking of things that amuse, uh, a person, I'm, I used to be kind of annoyed by this stuff and now I'm mostly amused. All these various trends that we're supposed to take seriously on TikTok, for instance. Have you heard, Jack, about the soft girl culture? No. Soft girl trends. Soft girl culture, okay. Oh, it's very, very hot. Millions of followers, tweeters, whatever. <laughs> This uh, Christina Vizieu, 30 years old of San Francisco, is a huge soft girl influencer. Just two years ago, she identified as a girl boss. She was working for an extremely buzzy beauty brand, became a self-described corporate girly who made work her life. And she had many, many followers. Well, now she's kind of gone in a different direction. These people are professional entertainers, okay? And they're good at it, but don't take it seriously. Anyway, now she's a soft girl. Reels on TikTok with hashtag soft girl have over 2 billion views. The soft girl aesthetic comes in many forms. The Disney princess, the cozy gamer, young people dressing like their grandmas. Mostly, I'll sum it up for you. It's it's women who are dressed like they're in an episode of, I don't know, Downton Abbey or something like that. Going for a picnic in the woods, ultra super feminine with dinner plates that are heart shaped, uh, pink accessories and picture perfect desserts, fresh flowers, the warm glow of candlelight, the soft girl trend. And this is either sweeping the nation or four people are doing it. Well, it, uh, like I said, there are billions uh, of views uh, of videos with this hashtag. Two billion views. Wow. But the aesthetic jack, all right, so that's the annoying trend. Now, here's the annoying backlash. Okay. But the aesthetic has also started a heated Internet debate about what a healthy portrayal of a soft lifestyle looks like. I must have missed this somehow. For some, the soft girl aesthetic is bespoke rejection of corporate. Oh, I'm sorry. I should use my pleasant voice. For some, the soft girl aesthetic is a bespoke rejection of corporate life. But others say it's just capitalism in a pretty disguise and that his portrayal of easy living and dewy femininity is classist, racist, and sexist. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, I think I like the forelash better than the backlash, and I didn't like the forelash much. So you found the backlash more annoying yes. than the, the trend? Yes, I did. Cindy Noir, a motivational content creator in Dallas. What what are all these made-up jobs? <laughs> 
Can you find somebody who like works at a store to comment on this stuff? Everybody's got to have one of these weird fake internet jobs. Ask a pipe fitter. Anyway, Cindy Noir, a motivational content creator in Dallas, says she's yet to see soft girl content that explains how to participate in that lifestyle affordably. There are those of us working two and three jobs to make ends meet who are busting our ass to the bone. This is so how are you going to tell me that uh, that kind of woman to incorporate a rose bath after she's just finished her second shift of the day? I continue to believe that a lot of the problems with America are because not enough people have kids. If you have kids, you don't have time for the latest trend. You 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 have no idea of all the latest hashtags because you spent all day long working and doing laundry and getting meals ready and helping with homework and then you went to bed and did it again the next day. There are no hashtags. There are no trends. There's none of this crap. Boy, I think that's a good point. But wait, Jack, there's more backlash. Meanwhile, the conventional standards of femininity, typical of soft girl influencers, reinforce sexist and racist ideals, critics say. As a black woman, a soft girl aesthetic doesn't work because a lot of the aesthetic is just white woman culture, said Noir, who is black, blah, blah, blah. So it's racist as well. Just thought you should know that. The Armstrong and Getty. What in God's name? The 100 on the crazy meter. Well, that bad test her. Man, that makes my soul bleed. That's insane. It's a little too much docky dog. Unacceptable! The reality is, is... Things are getting weird. And they're getting weird fast. Uh, okay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Aaron's. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. The This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first? Learn more at westmonroe.com.